What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew. As always, thank you for joining Founders Journal, my personal audio diary, where I give you, the business builder, the tools you need to think better in order to build better, whether that's building a business, a team, or a new product. And today, we are discussing an age-old business question. It's one of my favorite business questions. Should you work with family members or friends in business? I told you it's a fun one. I'm going to walk you through my personal experience hiring friends and family and how best to navigate a friendship and working relationship if you choose to indulge. Let's hop into it. Don't do business with friends or family, period. End of story. That is the first thing I wrote down when prepping for this episode. It's just, uh, it's such a visceral reaction at this point. Maybe it's because my family has always given this advice to me and I trust my family a lot. They have always said, do not go into business with family or friends. Or maybe I've just watched and experienced too many personal relationships impacted as a result of hiring a friend or family member. And I'm just jaded around this question. But it's not the case that every personal turned work relationship is doomed. There are success stories to prove it. You have Stripe, the nearly $100 billion payments company was started by the Carlson brothers, John and Patrick. You have Eventbrite, publicly traded event management and ticketing platform was started by Julia and Kevin Hartz, who were fiancés when founding the business. The list goes on. But in my experience, this has not been the case. What I will say is if you are going to work with friends or family, be careful, period, end of story. I'm not going to tell you not to do it, but just be cautious and be thoughtful. And if you do indulge, make sure you understand how to set yourself up for success from day one. Let's start with my own experience at Morning Brew. Since I've been leading with success stories to start, I'll start with my success story as well. Stacy Lieberman, my mom. As some Founders Journal listeners know, my mom is also my chief of staff. For the last two years, she has been organizing my inbox and managing my calendar. We've never had an argument about work, and she has saved me one to two hours a day since she started. What is it about this relationship that has allowed us to work and work well together when so many other personal relationships end up failing? In my mind, it's two things, trust and expectation. When I was thinking about hiring a chief of staff or an executive assistant, to help manage my inbox and my calendar. I was looking for someone that had really strong attention to detail and someone I could trust with sensitive information. And while you can find a ton of people that have attention to detail, you can't find a ton of people that you trust with employee documentation and confidential numbers on day one. Lucky for me, I'd been building trust with my mom for the previous 26 years. Obviously, trust was important for this role. But equally as important was expectation setting. I made one thing crystal clear to my mom before she started. This was a job, not a hobby. If she did not do a satisfactory job and save me time, I would find someone else that could. Doing a satisfactory job in this role meant responding to emails in my voice or tone promptly, organizing my inbox so I never had to declare email bankruptcy and managing my calendar so I always had one source of truth when it came down to knowing what I was doing with my time. 
you're probably thinking to yourself, what sort of son says this to his mom? Well, I did. It's the type of son that doesn't want his personal relationship to be ruined by his work relationship. So he communicates up front the distinction between the two. That is the one success story I have at Morning Brew. Now, let's talk about the failures. While the circumstances have all been different, the reasons for failure have consistently been the same. It's always one of two things. First, the person isn't the perfect person for the job. Simply put, if we went out to the job market to fill that person's seat, we'd find someone more qualified than them. Second, expectations were not set properly with the person. This is a tricky one. In some cases, Morning Brew didn't set expectations properly with the family member or friend. In other cases, the person expected something different than had been communicated to them because they were a family member or friend. So basically what I'm saying is, while unintentional, family and friends were treated differently than other employees. It's a crazy concept, right? It's almost like when you hire someone that you have a personal relationship with, the personal relationship impacts your ability and clouds your judgment to establish an authentic work relationship. So now if I was a listener of my own show listening to this, I would 100% reach out to myself and be like, Alex, you can control everything you've just talked about. You can set the right expectations and you can determine if someone is the right person for the job based on merit. Like these are all solvable issues. And what I'd say to that is, yes, you can in theory, but the distinction between making decisions with your brain and your heart is often indistinguishable. And in my mind, that is what makes hiring family and friends so difficult is the distinction of brain and heart decisions ends up being extremely blurred. I'm going to give you two examples. First example, let's say you're working a full-time job in finance. You're getting paid well, but you know you want to be more creative and be your own boss. Over beers one day, your best friend's from college, and you are talking about some problem you both share. One thing leads to another, and you and your best friend have a brilliant idea to solve the problem and get a little side hustle going. You start your side hustle, and things are going great. Let's fast forward two years. The side hustle started to accelerate. It started to take up more of your time outside of work. You started making some real money and your best friend and yourself decided to go all in. The business is really taking off, but you realize your friend just doesn't want it as badly. They work way less than you. This is the type of nuance that I'm talking about when you start involving family and friends. By year two, it's evident that The co-founders and best friends aren't the right fit for one another. But when they were discussing their side hustle over beers after work two years prior, they probably never dreamt of taking the leap and going full-time. It would have never made sense in the beginning for them to say, let's not try this random idea together. But now two years later, this idea has turned into a business and this business relationship is now impacting the two friends' personal relationship. One other example. You're scaling your company and you're looking to level up your design. You have a one-off project that needs to get done, which is a brand refresh and a website redesign. Your sister happens to be a really talented product designer and wants to take the work on in a freelance capacity. While it gives you a little bit of pause because you have always thought about you know, the risks of involving family members, you don't worry about it because it's a one-off project. And in your mind, worst case scenario, if you're unhappy with what they do, you can always hire another designer. Your sister works through the project and absolutely crushes it. 
The team is blown away by the new branding and website and sees so much potential to level up the rest of the business's design. You have a full-time design position that you just started hiring for prior to working on this project with your sister, but you don't have a, a pipeline of talent at all. Your sister says she's really excited about working full-time on the brand and being hired into that full-time position, but she has another offer she needs to get back to in four days. You decide to hire her because she's proven her worth and you don't want to lose her because of timing. Did you make the right decision? I would argue the answer is no. While your sister did a great job, you had just begun a hiring process, which was rushed because of your sister's timeline. You had no idea, though, if there were better candidates out there because you didn't go through the full process of sourcing talent for this design role. Another example of when thinking about hiring family or friends gets really, really difficult, and there's no one clear answer. And as you can see in both of these examples, family and friend work decisions are oftentimes complex, nuanced, and they also just make sense in the moment. So to bring it back to the first thing I said, I am not going to tell you not to work with a spouse, a sibling, or a best friend. What I am going to tell you is if you end up doing so, there must be three criteria that you relentlessly consider before making the plunge. Number one, set expectations properly. They are not your friend. They are your co-founder. They are not your mother. They are your employee. It sounds inhuman, but by creating clear delineation of relationships, work, and personal, it ensures that you're on the same page. And a strong working relationship is built on a foundation of clarity and mutual respect. The second, ensure they are the perfect person for the role. Ask yourself, if I had three months to hire for this role, whether it's a co-founder, a first employee, or a lead engineer, could I find someone better suited? Unless you feel settled that the answer is no, you should take the time to see what's out there and validate your suspicions one way or another. This is exactly how I think about the example I told you before about hiring your sister as the full-time designer before actually going through the process of seeing other full-time designers and the talent out there. So you have expectation setting and you have ensuring that the family member or friend is the perfect person for the role. Third and final criteria, make sure that there is value alignment. Every business has values. Morning Brew has four values, curiosity, empathy, purpose, and a challenger mentality. Every employee we hire is tested in these values before they are hired. A friend or family member must be held to the same standard. Don't just assume the way that they act in personal life will be the way they carry themselves in work. So to tie this up, here's my view. I've been burned enough times by working with family and friends that if given the choice, I personally will choose to go down the path of not hiring a family member or a best friend. But that doesn't mean it's not the right path. It's just not the right path for me right now. Turning personal relationships into work relationships has proven successful for many, and it could very well prove successful for you. Just don't take this type of decision lightly. Understand the risk and reward. And when going into business with family and friends, create the space for yourself to make the decision clearly and methodically. I'm going to put just a, a hypothetical question to you. If you had the choice to work with your best friend, would you do it? How would that decision change if they were a co-founder versus a manager versus an employee? Just think about it. It's a fun exercise. Anyway, thank you all for listening. And by the way, if you enjoyed this episode of Founders Journal, I'd love for you to leave a review. Reviews are the number one way to grow your show. 
Founders Journal currently has 195 reviews on the Apple Podcast app, and my goal is to get to 250 ratings before the end of the month. So simply head to the Apple uh, Apple Podcast app, leave a review on the show, and it would mean the world to me. Thanks, everyone, and catch you all next episode. Take it easy. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.